we have to stay together. You know, we, we, we get so caught up in palace intrigue and what's going on in these different races and all these things. The most important thing for us to remember is that there are a set of core values that unite us as a party, a set of core values that unite us as conservatives. And right now, culture is under attack. Faith is under attack. We can see how the left is trying to indoctrinate our children, indoctrinate our, the children in schools, and, and they're literally lying about legislation. That Hello, everyone. I'm Brandon Lewis, founder of the Tennessee Conservative Today, uh, Paris Denard, national spokesperson and director of Black Media Affairs for the Republican National Committee, joins us to discuss a variety of issues. Denard has appeared on Fox Business, Newsmax, OAN, Fox News, MSNBC, BET, BBC, BNC, CBN, and basically any other way you could arrange the alphabet. He has written for USA Today, The Daily Caller, The Washington Times, Real Clear Politics, The Hill, and The Washington Examiner. He has worked in the White House at the pleasure of President George W. Bush from 2005 to 2009, and he served on the Black Voices for Trump Advisory Board in 2020. These are only a few of Mr. Denard's accolades and accomplishments, so we're very lucky to have him. Paris, thank you for your time, and welcome to the program, buddy. Thank you for having me. Good to be with you, Brandon. So since Republicans are in the minority right now in Washington, what inventive strategies are you seeing from Republican governors and legislators on handling Biden's illegal immigration crisis at the state level? Well, the American uh, governor's uh, strike force is a new uh, development that 26 of America's Republican governors have uh, come together to work on. Tennessee is amongst them. Uh, Arizona, where I happen to be from, uh, Governor Ducey, uh, sort of leading this effort. Uh, and it is a way for Republican governors to actually uh, stand firm and sort of be a blockade against the radical uh, progressive policies that are hurting the nation, especially as it relates to your original question, dealing with the issue of immigration or illegal immigration more specifically. And so the strike forces going to allow for these 26 governors to work together across state lines to uh, go after these uh, human trafficking and, and drug cartels that are uh, pouring over the border that is providing so many uh, dangerous uh, drugs uh, like fentanyl to come across uh, the border into our country, affecting all states, all cities. Uh, when you see the record number of uh, like thousands of pounds of fentanyl and uh, tens of thousands of pounds of uh, methamphetamines coming over the border, uh, you know that it's coming to these cities. And then you see uh, the leading cause of death for 18 to 45 year olds is uh, drug overdoses. And, and fentanyl is now ra raging through the black community, destroying so many lives and, and, and homes and, and, and families and, and people uh, dying because of this uh, crazy, crazy and highly unnecessary um, scourge, which is not only the drugs that are coming over the southern border, but also human trafficking and sex trafficking. Uh, and so these governors are, are utilizing their leadership in the states to fill in where the federal government has failed. And that's a good thing. Well, we hope it is. You know, we've had some efforts for illegal immigration reforms in the state of Tennessee. For whatever reason, through the legislative process, we've not been able to get them through. Um, E-Verify failed in, in both houses with the Republican leadership. Um, transportation 
failed, uh, paying for taxpayer um, funded education of legal immigrants failed. And so we're seeing in our state uh, kind of mixed messages on we're really for it on the campaign trail. But when you get into the legislative session, sometimes those things don't come out on the other end, which is a little disappointing. That's why I think so many Republicans um, were amazed when President Trump actually backed up his uh, rhetoric with some action and some policy. Uh, but those aren't the only issues that we have. Uh, we've got high energy prices, uh, and they touch every aspect of the economy and uh, are contributing heavily to inflation. What can Republicans do to help move us back towards a path for energy independence? It's in shipping. It's in every aspect of business. I coach hundreds of small business owners all across the U.S., and they're feeling it at the pump and in, with all the raw materials. Everything else is driving up prices. I'm building a home right now. That's delightful. And so it's been tough. What do you think Republicans can do to get us back toward uh, getting prices under control as it relates to petroleum products? Well, the first thing Republicans can do is vote and vote for Republicans to make sure that we have Republicans in office because what we see is the ramification of the last election when we have Democrats controlling the United States House of Representatives, uh, the US Senate and the uh, White House. And I know, you know, in Tennessee, you all are fortunate to have excellent leadership, especially in, in people like my dear friend, longtime friend, uh, Senator Marsha Blackburn, who I've known for several years now. Um, and, and, and I think that when you look at that type of leadership, that needs to be replicated across the country. But uh, that's not the case when it comes to the White House. And so I, I don't mean to be facetious when I say Republicans need to vote. Uh, we do need to vote because every vote matters. Every vote uh, needs to be cast so that we can overtake the system and make sure that Republicans get in there and, and, and serve so that we don't have these radical policies that we've seen that coming from the Biden-Harris administration that has led to uh, the United States of America going from energy independence like we had under President Trump uh, and, and certain provisions like uh, ANWR and the Keystone Pipeline uh, to what we see now is an outright assault on American energy coming from the Biden-Harris administration. Uh, their goal is to dismantle American energy, uh, the American energy sector, which means the dismantling and the elimination of so many thousands of jobs, especially in that whole uh, chain of, of jobs that are all connected in the interconnectedness of the oil and gas in, uh, industry. Uh, but like you mentioned, uh, it's not just gasoline when you when it comes you comes to oil. You know, it's in literally every single product. And so uh, we need to make sure that we have policies in place, especially on a federal level, uh, that are geared towards making us energy independent so that we're not uh, utilizing the emergency uh, uh, reserves uh, to have a temporary uh, solve, uh, if you will, to the energy crisis that Joe Biden has created uh, through his lack of leadership. And I think that uh, the American people are seeing that right now. You mentioned gas prices. Every single time someone goes to the gas station and they see how much they're, they're having to fill up their car, uh, they're making a tough decision. Uh, many Americans, especially middle-income Americans, those Americans on, on fixed incomes, single mothers, uh, hardworking Americans, Tennessee, and it, it, it saddens me to, to think about the fact that they have to have a conversation with themselves at the gas pump on the fly and say, do I fill up my gas tank to full or do I just do it halfway so that I can have enough money to go to the grocery store to feed my family? Or do, I, or, or do I need to save this money instead of filling up my gas tank because it's so expensive so I can buy the prescription drugs that I need to, to stay healthy? 
for myself or for my, my, my family or for my, my, my parents. That is the reality that is facing so many Tennesseans today because of the policies that Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and these Democrats that are pushing this progressive liberal agenda have uh, inflicted upon us. And so I think it's really, really important for us to mobilize, hold the Democrats accountable so we can get back to those measures, like you said before, that we had under President Trump working with congressional Republicans to make us energy independent. So since you cover elections nationwide, you know, what interesting trends or bellwethers are you seeing that might give us insights into what might happen in the upcoming midterms? I know you have to say certain things, but is there something interesting? Like, do you know about this thing over here? Because, you know, when you do something, you, when you're in every state like you are, uh, tell us something we might not know about. Tell us about some races that you think uh, might be telling us uh, which way the wind's blowing. Well, you certainly don't need me to tell you about races. You know, Tennessee, you all have so many uh, competitive races down there uh, that you all are focused on. But I will tell you uh, that some of the trends that are seeing that you might not realize is that uh, with all of the, the traditional um, base of support for the Democrats, you know, it's primarily with young people as a base of support for Democrats and minorities, uh, namely Black Americans, Hispanic Americans have been a, a tremendous base of, base of support for them. We see uh, declining poll numbers. Uh, and, and, I, and the Black community, it's not been drastic, but there has definitely been a decline, a steady decline of support for the Biden-Harris administration, namely Joe Biden's uh, uh, approval ratings. That's significant. Uh, and and there have been a, a series of, of disappointing factors that have, been, that have led to um, a lot of minorities, especially Black Americans, to not have the support for Joe Biden. Number one, the promise of having the elimination of all student loans uh, for Americans. They can try to go back and say, oh, maybe 10,000 here, 50,000 here. No, they promised student loans would be eradicated. That's what they said. And so many young people and so many Black Americans who are, especially Black women who are the, who are the leading uh, debt, uh, debtors when it comes to um, student loans, voted on that promise. They, the Biden-Harris administration hasn't delivered. I'm not here to debate the merits of whether that needs to be done. I'm just here to point out the fact that they said they were gonna do something and they haven't done it. And many people voted because of that. Same thing with police reform. Uh, you know, we've a couple of years now since the tragic death of George Floyd and the, the, the Democrats control everything. And still they walked away from police reform when Senator Tim Scott out of South Carolina was leading that effort on the Republican side. The Democrats walked away from that, and so and they still have yet to do anything about it on the Democrat side. And so they are losing their support amongst young people, women, uh, Hispanics, especially. You look at the, the gains that are being made in the Rio Grande Valley and across the country. We're going to have several pickups uh, because of uh, these, these uh, candidates who are, who are coming to the party, but also the, the fact that you have so many people disapproving of the way that not only Joe Biden is handling the country, but the way Democrats are handling the country because these kitchen table issues matter. Yes, and you know they do. I mean, for the first time, like stuff like gasoline, I, I've never thought about filling up my car, but recently I'm like, what? What is going on here? It costs a thousand dollars plus to fill up a, a tractor trailer, and everything rides on those puppies to get to your house. Well, and, uh, and, and you, were, you were talking about the fact that you're building a home. And it's not, everyone's not just like building a home. It's maybe that extension they were gonna put on their home. You know, they're gonna build a patio or they're gonna fence in something, build a fence. Uh, 
you know, the, the little things, little projects that people like to do because they try to, thought they were going to save money by not hiring a big firm or a contractor to come and do it. I said, well, let's do it, do it ourselves. All that's more expensive now. And so even if you're having someone do it for you, if you're doing it yourself, a lot of those projects are stalled. A lot of those projects are going to have to be prolonged because they can't simply just can't afford to do it. On top of the fact that if you're trying to be someone trying to go into the home, become a homeowner, they can't afford it because of this inflation that's happening. People are, the savings that they thought that they had is, is literally being tapped because the Biden-Harris administration continues to have a, 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 this, this new tax, which is the $536 per month that, that the average American family is now having to spend because of Biden inflation. So these are the real things, the real trends that we're seeing here that are impacting the psyche of the American people based upon how bad these policies are. And they're having a direct impact on every single American and the polls are reflecting it. But here's a bright spot for you. The bright spot is we have so many talented Republicans running for office that are from all different walks of life. And that's the encouraging thing that the, the, the Republican bench is so strong. The quality of our candidates, the depth of our candidates, the diversity of our candidates is something that is going to inspire uh, the next generation of, of American leadership coming from the Republican Party. Well, I've never seen as much enthusiasm uh, for running for office from folks that previously, the biggest problem we have in Tennessee is that folks were, were uh, awake in the last two years, but they didn't participate in Republican primaries uh, before because they never had to. They didn't worry. Their government never got so involved in their day-to-day -day lives like they have the last two years that a lot of people are wanting to get involved, but maybe they don't have the credentials to do it. But we, I do believe that that, that bench is going to get even deeper uh, throughout the next two years, three years, four years. If you've listened this far, you're one of the true blue Republicans that care about what's going on in our state. So let me tell you, we are the only organization in the state of Tennessee that's doing this kind of reporting so that you actually know who's conservative and who isn't. So if you would go to tennesseeconservativenews.com slash support, this has been the hardest damn thing I've ever had to raise money for. I've raised money for the Muscular Dystrophy Association, Baylor School, state and local candidates, federal candidates, my fraternity, church, you name it. This thing has been the hardest to get support for because there's no money in keeping people free. And there's, there's a lot of money in taking people's rights away. So if you go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support, if you give $50 or more or a $10 plus recurring donation, we will send you this. Don't California my Tennessee Tumblr. If you put uh, the convictions and the courage of the majority of these people on these committees up in Nashville in here, uh, which would amount to about this much conviction and courage only when it's politically expedient. And if you put it in here and you shook it up, it would swell all the way to the brim and perhaps even overflow. Uh, out of this because it has magical properties. We'll also send you a Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker along with a proud Tennessee conservative bumper sticker and you will get my heartfelt appreciation plus this directory of your state and local, uh, your state elected representatives in the House and the Senate. And I hope that, that thing changes. I hope that that thing really changes a lot between now and uh, the election because we need some we need some conservative legislators up there to quit lying on the campaign trail and to start doing things in committee. So please do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support and hit that support button. You'd be one of about three people to do it. Moving right along. 
Um, so anything else, I'll give you free reign that, that's happening that you feel Tennessee Republicans need to know about. Uh, we reach a lot of them. Uh, talk to them. We just have to be united. You know, that's that's the that's the best thing. You know, the Democrats will try to divide us. And they and they they do that every single day with the mainstream media, uh, with the, the 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 Democrats in control of everything. They try to make us out to be everything that we're not. Uh, but the Republican Party, Republican patriots, grassroots leaders, we all have to remain united and, and as a united front, work together, register voters. That's why the RNC under the leadership of Ronna McDaniel has embarked upon a nationwide uh, campaign to register voters at gas stations because the gas prices are so out of control. And it's a wonderful opportunity for us to communicate with voters right where they are, especially at the gas stations. So we're registering voters nationwide. We're getting them engaged to sign up to uh, get more information about the Republican Party. We're getting them uh, to sign up for petitions, to be mobilizing and active in, 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 in local uh, issues that we're, that we're pushing. And so it's, a, it's an opportunity for us to engage. But the engagement uh, is going to be critical to our what we're going to do to win these elections. The only way we can win is number one, register to vote. If you moved, if you if your friends or family uh, haven't registered, make sure that they're registered, and then also vote. But we have to stay together. You know, we 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 get so caught up in palace intrigue and what's going on in these different races and all these things. The most important thing for us to remember is that there are a set of core values that unite us as a party. There's a set of core values that unite us as conservatives. And right now, culture is under attack. Faith is under attack. We can see how the left is trying to indoctrinate our children, indoctrinate our, the children in schools, and, and they're literally lying about legislation like you see in, 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 in the great state of Florida with Governor DeSantis. Uh, you know, and, and the bill that, that, that he signed into law, which makes sense, and a lot of parents are with it. That's why you see such an outburst of people wanting to run, run for it, be more engaged on the local level when it comes to school board elections. So when you see the assault from the left, the radical progressives that are trying to tear this country apart and at the same time tear the Republican Party apart, that's, that, that should embolden us to remain united, Lock, locking arms, arm in arm, going forward, standing shoulder to shoulder and saying, yes, the Republicans are going to take back the House. We're going to take back the Senate in 2024. We're going to take back the White House because we are united together and we will not be moved. We will not be, be, be pushed to, to fight each other. We're going to go against the Democrats because they're the problem. The Democrats, the radical progressives that are indoctrinating our children, trying to change the fabric of this country, having open borders and the ridiculous policies that are leading to such disgraceful measures that you see not only domestically but abroad with the uh, the Putin's invasion of Ukraine, with North Korea's uh, uh, recent um, aggressions, shooting off missiles, uh, Iran, uh, the Iran issue that has not been solved uh, in terms of their aggression uh, and, and, and intent on destroying Israel. Uh, there's a lot of things that are going wrong in this country. Some of the things that are going right are being found within the Republican Party, within Republican leadership, such at the gubernatorial level. Let's stay united, let's stay together, and let's fight to unite to win in November. Well, I agree. Uh, if people wanted to reach you uh, personally, you know, you've probably got a Twitter handle, something to that effect, or if they wanted to get involved with the RNC, uh, where would they go? You know, uh, there's, there's, there's two places. First, on the web, World Wide Web, as they used to call it, uh, vote.gop is a great resource for so many people. 
vote.gop. If you want to register to vote, find out where your polling place is, get activated, go to vote.gop. Another website is called protectthevote.com. We know election integrity is very, very important. Uh, our RNC chairman, Ronna McDaniel, uh, working with our you know, national committee man and national committee uh, uh, women uh, and state chairs in places like Tennessee have really made election integrity the forefront of, of this committee. Uh, we've been very litigious in our efforts to uh, fight in the courts to make sure that it's easier to vote and harder to cheat. And the website we put together is called protectthevote.com. It's a great resource to see all the things the RNC has been doing and will do and continue to do uh, on that issue. Uh, for me personally, my Twitter handle is at Paris Denard. Uh, I, I tweet a lot. I'm always on there. Send me a message. Uh, love to stay engaged. Uh, I, I was, we were just in Tennessee, uh, uh, in Memphis, actually, for our RNC meeting, where the, the, the membership, the RNC 168, as we call them, uh, voted unanimously to uh, withdraw from the presidential debates, the Commission on Presidential Debates, because they have been unfair, they have been biased. Uh, towards the Republican nominee. And so well before we have our nominee, whoever he or she might be, well before the political process gets going for the presidential level, our chairwoman, Ronna McDaniel, decided to engage with the Commission on Presidential Debates. And that unanimous decision uh, was made in Memphis uh, because we knew then there that we needed to take action and stand for something. And, and, and as you talked about earlier, promises made, promises kept. Uh, that's exactly what the RNC did on behalf of not only just the party, but for the American people to have a, a fairer debate system that cannot be found uh, inside of the Commission on Presidential Debates, who decided to just walk away from working with us to install some reasonable, sensible, common sense uh, suggestions to make, the, make it better. I mean, look, this is my last point. Don't you think that they shouldn't have a debate after 26 states have already done early voting? I mean, don't you think that they shouldn't have moderators who worked for the other opponent? Don't you think the people on the commission shouldn't be saying disparaging remarks about the other person? I mean, just simple things like that, uh, they rejected. And so we want you to be engaged with the Republican Party at the national level, at the, with the RNC. Uh, follow us at GOP on Twitter. Our RNC research account is a great resource as well, but also keep in touch with me at, at Paris Denard. Love to do it. Well, I appreciate you uh, standing up for the presidential debate. I, I, I'm a, uh, familiar with liberal bias. There's only two conservative news publications in our entire state. We're outnumbered 80 to 1, and uh, they're all corporately owned by a handful of companies. They do not love conservatism. They do not like conservative candidates or thought, and they work against us day in and day out in the uh, old dying broadsheets. And that ain't going to end anytime soon. I won't drop a bug in your I know that, that you're, you know, work for President Trump. Um, representing uh, and speaking for the black community and speaking to them. So if you ever put together a commission for short white people in rural America, I'll sit on that puppy. I think I'm qualified. Five, five, live out in the sticks. I really, I'm just saying, just put it in the hat. I'm sure that puppy's going to roll out pretty soon. So I just want to, I want to be up there in the list. At least get a hearing. At least get a hearing. All right, Paris, I know that you are a road warrior. You are pressed for time. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for doing what you do. I know that uh, you have to say a lot to a lot of people all the time, and it probably isn't appreciated uh, like it should be, uh, but we're glad that you're out there spreading the good news for the RNC. Thank you, buddy. Thank you so much for having me. All right, guys. If you're interested in more stories like this, uh, do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and search for the Tennessee Conservative wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, I'm Brandon Lewis, signing off.